0: The St. Albans Podcast Theatre Show with Ben and Susie.
1: Hi, Ben. Hiya. How's it going? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again for another wonderful Quite episode. A
0: nice episode for you, coming at your high-velocity, bam, bam, bam.
1: And um, bam, well, yeah, we're not feeling particularly bam-bam, but yes, a little bit. So this week I was set free um, and I headed down to the Abbey Theatre. Um, so we're going to hear me talk to Karen Thomas, uh, who's the production executive down there, and, of course, my review of Building the Wall, the hybrid show that they've just uh, just has finished its run. But there's a new it's show coming. Awesome. I know. So cool. Um, but there's another hi- hybrid show coming at you very soon as well. So... Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Those nice,
0: nice chats, shall we? Let's
1: go. I'm down at the Abbey Theatre, and I'm meeting with Karen Thomas, who's a production executive. Hi, Karen. Hi. Thank you for making some time to talk to me today. So, I wanted to get a feel for you. You have had a bit of a year at the mm-hmm. theatre.
2: Uh uh such a year such <laughs> a year um we were well into um our last season and um, when obviously all of a sudden lockdown hit and i think you don't we we could see it coming but you you don't realize that it's actually going to happen until that day so we were halfway through rehearsals for the show actually we've just opened with and and all of a sudden it was just just gone just just that's
1: it i know i think that was it for everybody you know you knew lockdown was coming but nobody appreciated quite what it was going to entail or for how long so you've had to kind of rethink, I mean, so is
2: this a fresh season that is starting now? It's, it's turned out into a fresh season. So our seasons always start in September um, and they go through to July and then the, the theatre goes dark. So obviously we lost the end of last season um, and then obviously over the summer. So this is, yeah, a fresh season, um, but the um, productions that we are putting on are not the ones that originally were going to go in these slots. um. No, that's five yeah. great. I was so we were both sort of poised there, yeah. thinking I've yeah. got so much to ask yeah. and,
1: and to say. So, what came first with this? Looking at kind of okay, what are we going to do next? Were you thinking about how are we going to get people in the theatre, or were you thinking about just what shows are we going to put on? <laughs> how, where did you start? It's, it,
2: it's um, been a real gradual, really gradual process um, because. Um, the unlocking of theatres um, happened very gradually and was very uncertain so uh, so originally we were going to open our season with Stepping Out um, which is a big show um, it's got tap dancing in it so it was a, a bit of a no-no really because the, the cast was too big obviously there's a lot of energetic huffing and puffing yeah. so we couldn't do it um, and we just weren't sure whether our audiences would be ready um, whether the government guidelines would allow us to be open, um, so we started with um, a sketch show written by one of our members, mm-hmm. um, who's also a professional comedy writer, um, Brian Levinson. So he wrote us "Radio Fun," which turned out to be our September production, mm-hmm. and that was um, a bit of an experiment yeah. Um, yeah. in live streaming. Okay, which yeah, is the the kind of thing that we have um, that we've used um, to promote the theatre um, in a time when we haven't really been sure that we're allowed audiences in.
1: So I mean the theatre, like for everyone's benefit, who wasn't you know wasn't aware, the theatre hasn't been completely shut down. Not the Company of Ten hasn't like no. gone quiet. <laughs> there have been play readings. Yeah. There have been um, you know kind of virtual social virtual things going on the whole way through. But the first one, the first play you've done yeah. back was the was Lime Street. Did you do it on Zoom? <laughs> Zoom webinar. Um, <laughs> don't ask me the t- don't ask
2: me the technical details. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, no, so it's not the, the, like the word come...
1: strikes fear into everyone's yeah. hearts yeah. now, doesn't it's, it? It's to- <laughs>
2: It's not it's not when you do like, you know, a quiz with your friends um and you can all see them. No, Zoom webinar is basically live streaming, you know, the the the, the theatre stage into your home. Um, so we started off with that um, because at that time audiences weren't allowed into theatres um, so we started with that, it was such a success mm-hmm. You know, people were just so grateful and pleased to be able to see a live production, yeah. the thing with live streaming is it is live, you know, it isn't a recording, um, it isn't something that's been taken from so many different angles and sliced up and cut up mm-hmm. it's actually the theatre in your home so that's, yeah. that was wonderful for our members because I think, you know, for the company of ten it's a, a it's a a um, membership-based company. You know, we we are this. The theatre was built by our members. Um, it's it's very much a family. Uh, so it was really important for us to get something out that our members could see and could enjoy. And it was just so much fun. Yeah. Um And you know, obviously, what, what you know, what everyone needs at the moment. So um, then, obviously, by then the theatres were opening a bit. Mm-hmm. So we moved the production that had been in rehearsals. You know, in lockdown, to this slot here. And it, obviously, it's a, it's a two-hander. So yeah. you know, in terms of Social distancing, perfect managed. It was perfect, and um, sadly, our original director Terry um, mm-hmm. had to drop out um, of directing it. So Tina um, agreed to um, direct, and Tina is married to Roger, who's in the cast. So at okay. the beginning, and um, when it was still, we only had two households inside, yes. so it worked really well. Yeah. Um, and and obviously, yeah, it's a very um, very simple set. Um, you know, limited cast and crew so we've been able to social socially distance really easily um, and obviously you know a huge amount of work has gone in to making sure that the theatre is COVID secure making sure we've been fogged. Um, um, I have to say and then coming in
1: yeah. the process I mean gosh it was like all hands on deck yeah. you came in um, we were sanitised. So we were oh, you sanitised. Um, you know, you you check in. Do the the yeah. NHS app check in. Order your drinks. Drinks come to you. I mean, really smooth operation. Yeah. So, like, well done to everybody. Because I think the most important thing for people is going to places where they feel comfortable and safe and I think you know it's really delivered on that and I think that's so important for people to hear yeah
2: yeah and very important for us to deliver as well Mm -hmm. I mean as I said you know the comfort of our members is and and they're sort of like feeling secure and able to come back was really important Mm -hmm. and obviously the you know the the rest of St Albans as well which we hope um, who we hope will soon come flooding through our doors Um, and I think it is nerve-wracking I think people are are very concerned and you know rightly so so you know we've obviously the the theater is very socially distanced, so it's limited seating mm-hmm. limited capacity um but you know it it is steps back uh, and i think that's what we we need to see you know the arts have been hit so so hard yeah. by this and it's just been so important for us to fight just to get those little steps um back to to being able to perform um and you know this the play that we just put on building the wall um it's not a comedy it's not a cheerful piece it's about something really important and for, for me when we decided to put that on um, it was very much about the fact that theatre is worth, is so much more than just entertainment mm-hmm. it's about how we get really important messages across um, and, and and that to me is is something that you know the, the government need to think about lo- you know not losing yeah. you know it's, it's it's not just about people having fun
1: absolutely I'm going to pause you there yeah. Karen because that was such a good chat we're going to come back and talk to Karen um, in a little a bit
0: um, so stay with us hello i'm simon carver join me and danny smith on our new podcast the st albans film guide each week we'll be looking at what's on at the cinema the top 10 uh, new releases and also what's on tv over the coming week on all the free to air channels now if you want to find the podcast go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for the st albans podcast alternatively you can go to st to find out more So that's The Film Guide with me, Simon Carver, part of the St Albans Podcast in association with the Arts Advertiser.
1: I paid a visit to the Abbey Theatre this week to go, you know, to the actual in-person theatre. So as you've heard um, across our shows recently, we've been talking to our local theatre companies about what they've been up to in terms of getting back to doing plays. Um, and this was the Abbey Theatre Company of Ten's first um, hybrid performance. So not only was it an in-person performance, but each night the play is also being live streamed. So the audience at home was watching along with us, which was very lovely. Um, I have to say arriving um, at the theatre felt super safe straight away. Um, my temperature was taken. I sanitised my hands and did my check-in. Um, all very efficiently run, um, including placing an order for drinks Drinks at, um, at the bar and then heading off to sit down for my drink to be brought to me, which was very lovely. Um, so absolutely thank you to everybody at the um, the Abbey Theatre for a really well run operation. I have to say, I, I really wanted to talk about that because I think, you know, one of the things that we're nervous about um, at this time is, is trying out some of these experiences and knowing whether or not you feel safe. Um So going into the theatre, the chairs were split into bubbles, so either single or two chairs, three chairs um, in groups and everyone was at least a row apart in front and behind um, and two chairs away from another bubble. So again, a really safe environment, but it was just lovely to be in a room and enjoying watching um, a show with other people as well so uh sitting down watching on the stage very simple set um you know just a, a table and chairs obviously set up to look like a kind of an interview room in in a police station actually it was in a um in an american police station um or an american prison i should say um and it was a really simple but very effective set so um you know i enjoyed that and I, you know my first thought was that it was probably a set that you'd more typically see in the abbey theatre's studio um which sort of you know kind of played on my mind through the play you know is this a, a play that would have been differently set you know sort of better set in the more intimate studio setting but actually I think it, it works very very well up on the main stage and I enjoyed the very the, the kind of pure simplicity of it. Um the play itself uh was Building the Wall. Uh, so this is written by Robert Robert Schenken um and it is it's a it's a political drama, I guess, for want of a better um turn of phrase, a slightly a slightly dystopian kind of image of a, a Trump-led America and um you know underlying it all issues of immigration and race. And uh, your main character, uh, Rick, played by Roger Bartlett, uh, is a guy who's on death row. And he's granting sort of a single interview to uh, Gloria, played by Sarah Priddy, who is um, an African-American historian. And there's this sort of determination from Rick throughout that he's not racist. Uh, he's not, you know, he's he's not against anyone. He wouldn't kind of defile any um, any particular group. And yet there's this sort of knowledge kind of building throughout that he's been part of something that was kind of pretty horrendous. And I think that's what the play does really well, is it, it gets your interest straight away, you know, what's going on, and it keeps it building as the, the story unfolds and you become aware of just what's taken place, what has led to Rick being on death row. and You know, was he the victim of circumstance or was he a real active participant in, uh, you know, in the crime that he's accused of? I think, you know, for me, it's sort of one of those things that the, the story's not that far off, You know reality in some ways and and in some ways history's taught us that some of these things could absolutely happen so it was it was quite you know quite something quite gripping and and it really kind of the kind of play that made you think and it's you know not a light uh show to go and watch but definitely really interesting and and thought-provoking i thought the performances you know this was just two people um you know roger and sarah on stage for 90 minutes and I, you know, part of me did look at them at one point and think, gosh, if this was, you know, if this wasn't well done, you can imagine it really drawn out. But I thought the interaction between them and what what essentially could have been played as two people sitting at a table talking to each other, the physical, um, you know, use of space and interaction between them was was really really effectively done, and I think they just they cast this kind of. It was almost like a dance in some places where, you know, they'd kind of almost come close together and then, you know, the the character of Gloria would, would back away. And you could see the kind of the responses to the stories that unfold really clearly in her in her face and her body language, although she was very much trying to be the calm and, uh, you know, indifferent person listening in. So all in all, uh, absolutely really enjoyed the play, loved being back in the theatre experience, loved the organisation, loved the effectiveness of it all and really thrilled to uh, to the, the people who maybe don't yet feel comfortable can't go we're still able to watch as well so this hybrid approach really interesting really um, really opens the theater back up to the community at large so thank you to everybody um, who, who did this and, and congratulations as well to Tina Swain on um, you know who, who picked up the direction of this and saw it through to the end um, a fantastic effort and thanks to all involved. Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St Albans Podcast, a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. I'm back with um, Karen at the Abbey Theatre. Uh, so we've talked a lot about getting ready to reopen. What happened to the theatre, kind of, in the in the lockdown? Tell me a little bit more about what else is coming up for the rest of the year. What or are you, what you're allowed to tell us?
2: <laughs> no, um, it's it's uh, it's all uh, all out there. So our next production is relatively speaking by Alan Akebourne, mm-hmm. which is wall to wall comedy. Um, so having just said, you know, obviously the the production that we're doing at the moment. It's got a very important message relatively speaking, is about having fun. It's classic, classic 8 um, And that's uh, doing a full run in November. And, and when you say a full run? Um, I mean, we're going from Friday night, so there'll be a Friday night show, Saturday, Sunday matinee, mm-hmm. uh, break on Monday, then back for the Tuesday, right through to the Saturday.
1: And are you, gonna, are you planning on live streaming as well? So it's yes. a hybrid, we're we going hybrid. A whole,
2: hybrid season the way through? It's, well, certainly for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, it's so important for us that anybody who can't get here still gets to be here yeah um, whether they're virtual or not so yeah really 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 important to us so yeah, relatively speaking will be hybrid mm-hmm. so you can buy tickets on our website for mm-hmm. um, either to come here to the theatre or um, uh, to listen on li- also listen and watch online um, also our Christmas show um, is um, in rehearsals just being cast it will be The Secret Garden Oh lovely Classic tale um, again a change to what we were going to do doing something that's got you know a, a cast of six or less mm-hmm. um, but an absolutely classic tale um, something we have done at the Company of Ten before but not for ages um, and that will also be in theatre and live streamed um, and that was really important to us as well um, I think you know Christmas is going to be difficult for everyone this yeah. year um, I don't think Think that the urban Arena are able to put their pantomime on? That's no, that was just confirmed
1: of... this week. I know so.
2: that's Ooh. gonna. That's gonna. Well, you know, we, you know, as fellow venues, you know, we feel for them. Um, really, really hard times. Yeah. Um, but you know, we we will be able to offer um, a family uh, a family show this Christmas. Mm-hmm. So tickets will be on sale for the Secret Garden next week. Um, and then that is by the
1: time this show airs as uh, which will be the 22nd so that's what will be going right, on yeah tickets
2: yeah. Out. Yeah. go tickets out. go to our website um links um, will be in the show notes <laughs> um and, and and it's all on there to buy and you know we just really really want people to be able to come back um and and enjoy the live experience and the, the wonderful you know magic of live theater there's nothing like there's nothing like it just you know being in a theater um, and experiencing um experiencing that life
1: I think you're right I mean it was it was so nice to have uh, access to things like the National Theatre through mm. lockdown, um, you know, other theatre companies locally, like Ovo did some things online yeah. as well, yeah. and it's been really fun to be able to kind of pick into some of these things and try them out. But when uh, I was talking to Tina about coming tonight, mm. to, or tonight, sorry, I'm recording this having just seen Build the Wall, spoiler <laughs> alert, uh, Building the Wall. Um, the choice was there. Do you want to watch it mm. streamed or do you want to come in? And I just, and so there's part of me thought it was a bit rainy and dark, mm. and I thought, do you know what? Now I need. I've got to go. And I'm <laughs> so glad. It was so nice yeah. to be in the theatre there's nothing quite like it no. it's not it's it's great to have access at home but it's not quite the same
2: it isn't and I think you know as I say through lockdown the company of 10 were still here we mm-hmm. did a, a, a really really powerful set of monologues called the corona monologues mm-hmm. which we are busy uh, they've all gone out on our website and we're busy collating them into a sort of a film now so you know we. we I've
1: heard yeah. I've, I mean, obviously I can't say I've heard it's really good and there's one particular one called Karen Have you watched it yet?
2: Yes, I don't like You know that
1: was me, right?
2: Oh. I'm morning. sorry it's get Karen. my name. Leave my name alone. No, I know. There are some, um, there are really, really, really good. Um, and although, you know, all those projects have been amazing, yeah. nothing quite beats sitting in a the no, theatre. not like that. Um, and, and we've had to fight hard to get it back. And, you know, the theatre industry and the arts industry have had to fight hard yeah. to, to be seen as something that is, is necessary yeah. to, to get back on the agenda and necessary to, to you know to you know to, to be back in people's lives. Um yeah you know, if you if you you know look at how much we've done to keep um, Everybody's safe. Yeah. you know, you're you're safer here in that in our theatre than you are in most places at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> We're sa- We are sanitised to the to the so, <laughs>
1: um, sanitised. Yeah.
2: So you know, and it, as I say, that's been important to us to, to keep people safe. Um, but so important to get back. I mean, it's it's been such a thrill. We've all been jumping up and down just at the idea of getting our audience back in yeah. and, and seeing a show and hearing that sort of real live applause at the end. And really important for our actors as well to get that that feedback, that instant Absolutely. feedback. Well,
1: thank Thank you so much thanks for having us here thanks for reopening um thanks to the whole team and um we look forward to seeing more over the coming months well that was great thanks thanks i enjoyed that enjoyed being in the theatre next time maybe we'll go together or not
0: maybe (laughs) we'll sit two meters apart
1: that's it, yeah, we'd have to still be in different bubbles, wouldn't we? Um, so it is your turn to go to the theatre next, Ben. Tell everyone what you're going to go and see.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go see the Regina Monologues down at um, the Maltings. Uh, it looks like I've become the roving Maltings reporter, which would be fun. And
1: I know, gonna, yeah, we'll have to switch it up.
0: <laughs> if you're very lucky, you might hear my mum special guesting uh, on there, giving
1: you what she thought. Wow lucky lady um so that's great so uh yeah we've got Regina Monologues the, the Maltings they're also reprie- repriving Merry Wives of Windsor and Henry V from their outdoor shows listen back to hear my reviews of both of those I think they're if you didn't see them outdoors definitely go and see them indoors they are some good some good shows there um and Abbey Theatre is uh onwards and upwards with its next hybrid show which is Relatively Speaking
0: yeah so if you don't feel like popping down to the theatre, just stick it on the telly.
1: Stick it on the telly. Get popcorn. Love it. So it's, uh, it's all systems go. It feels good. It feels like theatre's back.
0: It does. It does. It's like it's back and it's definitely like, I don't know, theatre of its time. Right. So it's like theatre is different, but it's here. It's better than when it's not here.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant stuff. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thanks, Ben.
0: Thank you. Thanks to, um, oh, I've forgotten how to do this now. Thanks to,
1: <laughs> Thanks, to the Thanks, advertiser. Advertiser. Thanks to Danny. <laughs> Send
0: us an email, Ben at St. Albans Podcast, all that sort of jazz.
1: Yeah, Susie at St. Albans Theatre show at St. Albans Podcast.com. And get in touch. Tell us. Invite us to come and see your shows. We will talk about them. We'll talk to you. Um, we are delighted to have the show back on.
0: It must. It, the show must go on, as they say.
1: show must go on. Right, we'll see you next time. Thank you.
0: Bye. The Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. Produced in association with the St Albans Podcast. For more St Albans Podcasts, check out storbanspodcast.com for full details on all the podcasts available and how to subscribe. To get in touch with The Theatre Show, email show at storbanspodcast.com. The an Podcast Theatre Show, out every fortnight on Thursdays.